0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Grev, and welcome to another episode of the Rip Brawn Reds podcast. I'm joined this evening by Jace. Uh, I would say, how are you doing, Jace? But I can imagine you're not feeling too well uh, after that result. But how has your Sunday been?
1: I mean, I had a lovely lay-in, um, which is well needed, because I was absolutely exhausted. So that was nice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, watched, <laughs> I watched, yeah, I mean, I, I, I worked out, watched the highlights of the Grand Prix, that was on ridiculously early because it was in japan uh and then and then i sat down to watch the football and at least, least said about that well, i don't know we'll go into it yeah we will get how, into it. how how was your sunday
0: uh yeah much of that m- maybe similar i i went to uh, my youngest went to a tennis lesson uh went to the coffee shop so i had a nice nice relaxing sunday morning but yeah uh made some cookies. Uh, so you know, uh, you know all, all the good things, and then uh, hit the ground running with uh, with this result, which I was dead excited for this game. And it is it's such a you know where the enthusiasm, the passion, the excitement, the nerves, the energy come into all of this, and then you kind of deflate a little bit afterwards. It is a bit disappointing, but we're, we're gonna you know we're gonna talk about it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to stick the, the intro music on. I don't have my water bottle with me, so I can't drink my water bottle during the music. But here it is, and then we're going to get into Arsenal versus Spurs. Saka, Saka! That is a diamond of a goal! It's back up. This
1: is this is my club. Fucking love this club. Goal! Gabriel Martinelli
0: is scoring for Arsenal. Ronald Gervais muted himself. He's now off mute. It's all fine. Uh, it's the first time I've done that. So I think by episode 17, will be the first time I think I'm all right. Um, so uh, we're going to start this one with uh, the same way that we started everyone so far. It's our Rip Roll and Review. I imagine it's not going to be uh, a happy, lucky, lovely one, although it was quite a somber one last time, Jay. So where are you going to take us for this week's Rip and Review?
1: Yeah, look, we. Uh, it was a little bit somber last time. Um, we're going to go into the game. So we're we're going to talk about that in depth. So I'm I'm, I'm just going to generally not mostly talk about specifically details of the Spurs game, but focus on a hunch that I have. The hunch is that the Champions League is going to hurt us in the league, um, because we are playing midweek. We are putting we're not we're not playing Europa League, so we're not putting out half a half a decent squad, half a set of substitute and reserve players like we are putting out our best 11 in the champions league um and i think it's going to hurt us in several ways um one is that the energy levels will be lower at the weekend if we if we if we play hard in the champions league especially if we go away um injuries are going to mount up and we'll talk about that more and i think that we 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 are going to see some lacklustre performances, and I I think partly what we saw today was a, a lacklustre performance. So my 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 kind of initial kind of kickoff review is that I think the Champions League is going to hurt us. It also backs up my point, where I think we'll be better in the Champions League than we will be in the league. I think we'll be top four. I don't think we necessarily think. I don't think we're in a we are in a title race at the moment, but it could very quickly by Christmas be all done and dusted in city's favour and 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 the rest of us are playing catch up. Um I think the Champions League is our best opportunity. And uh yeah. That's uh my review. <laughs> uh did, did you uh,
0: did you predict like me that Arsenal were gonna win the league this year, Chase? Just so I can remember.
1: I think I said that I think when we did our predictions, I probably did because like my heart, heart overhead. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I think I've been pretty vocal in saying that the Champions League is the one I think we have a more, I've been pretty consistent in saying, that I think that that is one, mm-hmm. which is a more realistic opportunity for us. And I think I, I stand by that. I think just from what I've seen um, that, you know, that is that is kind of I've been validated a little bit. I mean, obviously, there's still five more group games about to go, and there'll be performances at the weekend after every group game, right? And we'll see how we perform. But um, yeah, I, I think that we are going to be impacted, and it's that it's how we adjust and manage that. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a test. It's going to be a test. Yeah, totally agree. So. Come on, you as uh, I mean, I, I don't think I was too, I was just re- realistic my review. I wasn't trying to be negative. I'm just saying, how's I see it? Uh, how about you? Because are you going to be, uh, I, I feel like it is going to be a little more negative coming from you today.
0: Maybe I, it was just like, I, I don't want to be negative. I will take away some positives from my Rip Braun review. But my question here was, are we actually any good? And the reason why I ask this, if I look at now the six league games that we have played, um, we dropped points to Fulham. We dropped points to Spurs, where we went in the the lead twice during this game. we, We scraped past Man United, albeit in some dramatic and stunning fashion that obviously we, you know, in the cold light of day, after that game, if you were actually to truly reflect on it, you could ask yourself a question, you know if if that goal was on side it would have been a different game altogether we, we beat forest 2-1 at home we scraped one nil victories away from home against granted palace and everton are not easy sides but everton are frankly dross at the moment they're just a bit of a bogey team so across those games we haven't scored a lot we haven't won by any significant margins and i just wonder are we actually any good now we're one point off worse off than this time last season and so you know if you look at it that way it's it's all fine and um, we've we've got a we got a point from an unbeaten side who are our rivals and are go- currently going under the radar I think somewhat as a as a kind of good team you know they, they played well today they really did put in a performance today so you know I don't want to kind of look past them too much we're just kind of really a little bit concerned, I suppose. I don't want to catastrophize it too much. But we threw away the lead twice today. And we really shouldn't have. This game probably could have been put to bed in the first half. So I, I do question whether or not we have the, the mental fortitude, the cojones, as uh, Troy Dini would put it, uh, to to kind of just be good. I don't know. I, I say we're going to win this game 4-0 yesterday, Jace, And now I'm here <laughs> saying that we're not very good. So um yeah I'm just a bit I am a bit, a bit deflated a bit negative and I just kind of worried maybe a little bit more than I should be.
1: Talk me back off yeah, the ledge, let, Jace, like yesterday. Come let me on. let me talk you off the ledge because uh, you're you're sounding like you sounded like Jason um, myself. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first six games of last season we lost to United away and I think where I I, I kept saying last year that that was, uh, for me, the most painful defeat of the season because we we were much better. So if we analyse those first six games of last year and the first six games of this year, I think you're right, like in your analysis we talked about it in the last podcast, like the energy, the fact that we were at it, that's just in the league, it's not happened. It's happened in the Champions League, oddly. Like PSV, it happened against PSV, but it hasn't happened in the league. Um, And I think that the difference is teams have worked out how to play us so we have to work so we are still very good um but teams have worked out how to play us and they come up and play against us in a certain way um we do need to figure out that 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 piece of the puzzle on the other hand if i reflect on the situation at current and then apply that situation to last season a similar situation last season I think we're doing better than we were last season. And what I mean by that is I'm, I don't compare the first, let's talk, maybe not the first two games, but let's talk about like the last four games. I don't compare those to uh, the first four or the last the last four games from this time last season. I'm comparing them to the times when we had Saliba out. We had Thomas Party out. Because when we had Gabby Jesus out, right, fundamental players in the team who were injured, and we we were getting draws. I remember there was that period, like just after I think after the Man United game, there was just a period. I think in March time where we we were we weren't getting quite the results. Like I think we were at the free all against, um, Southampton, West Ham, Southampton. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly right. Like there were games when. Yeah, the pressure was on because we weren't expecting to go to a league title. But at the same time, we were missing players. We had been lucky in the first half of the season to not have injuries. And then Gabby Jesus got injured. But then we were fairly lucky still not having major injuries. And then when it actually we needed to be at the top of our game, Saliba out, party out um uh we lost the core of our squad now if you look at you know that's why i'm comparing it to now right that's why i'm trying to talk you down off the ledge no trossard no martinelli gabby hazel is having to play on the left wing when we know he should be playing down the middle i um i think we'll 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 both call out Arteta for his subs later um no party then second half no rice mate we've got injuries We've got injuries, but we're still undefeated. Um, we're still undefeated.
0: So still, I'm some, still on the ledge, Chase. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm saying I'm saying we're we we we're doing we're we're getting results with the caliber of squad that we have. The Premier League is the Premier League is the toughest league in the world. It's hard on the Champions League. That was the one thing I was gonna say, actually. Like the Champions League is is not as hard as the Premier League. Because you're playing against quality opposition in the Premier League week in, week out with much better financial strength to buy better quality players. And I, I do believe that the, the Super League in, in the world is the Premier League and the Champions League wants to be the Super League, but it, it can't be because it doesn't have the financial power. Um, and that's why we can go and smash PSV 4 0. So it, I, I genuinely think we're, we're playing in a very hard league, very competitive teams. We're missing our big players that's the positive side of me I'm thinking that you know we get those players back we click we'll be fine um but we we're missing we're missing big pieces of the puzzle that's my uh long-winded trying to talk you down off the ledge sounds like you've jumped anyway so uh, sorry about that <laughs> uh, let me know when the, let me know when the funeral is um I'll, I'll be there
0: <laughs> yeah maybe I'm not not there yet um, right, I'll tell you what, uh, for Jason who also said at the start, let's make this a shorter one that hasn't worked out in our favour. Rip review, 12 minutes in, let's get on to the next segment. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little bit about missed opportunities and the attacking threat that came from maybe both sides. Um, this was a game of, of definitely of two halves, um, one where I feel that we we performed quite well for probably 35 to 40 minutes and probably should have maybe got a better foothold in this game and then the second half was a you know a flip of the coin and a different thing is there anything out of kind of that that you would take away from this game right jace that is is the biggest missed opportunity for us that we could have done with and that would have maybe won the game
1: There, there are a few there's one there's one in particular i want to talk about i want to talk about the subs um before I do that, though, I would say if Jesus puts that chance away, then, then, then we're, we're taking our chances. But the point was Jesus was getting. My point was Jesus was getting in in positions. He was maybe not as en- energetic as he was against PSV, but he was also playing and having to play a different position, which we've not really asked him to play before, on the left wing. Um, but he was he was he was effective. Um, and so for me, I would have made some different substitutions. I would have probably taken Eddie off, I'd have put Jesus through the middle, and I'd have brought Reese Nelson on. I'd also have done it sooner. Because Reese Nelson's been pretty effective when he's come on on the wing. And I think if you've got Jesus through the middle, I think um I think that there's there's just a, a nouse there. Uh, that with that exp- more experience. If you if you have Nelson, Saka and Eddie as your front line going into the last 20 minutes. Of North London derby. I respect all of those players, especially Saka, obviously is our star boy. But it it doesn't sound as scary as having Nelson Jesus in, in Saka. You know, that there's there's a bit of experience in now that we needed. I feel like we made the wrong. I feel like we could have made different substitutions. Um I mean, habits coming on so early was a little bit of a surprise. Um I'm not necessarily saying it was wrong because um, Fabio, for me, made a number of mistakes giving balls away and being a bit lazy in the first half. But at the same time, when you take Rice out of the team as well, uh, because of what we think, we'll talk about it, but we think he might be in, have a calf injury. But you, you make the subs for me, they, they were wrong. They were all done at the wrong time. You change the team too much you, you then have to adjust you're ruining the flow i would have just done the whole substitutions in my opinion a little differently um like uh, the other thing like bringing smith rowe on with three minutes to go <laughs> it is what, odd what, what what that like why like smith rowe loves the north london derby he's been awesome in a couple of north london derbies especially the one two years ago you and I are at. um so I, I, that that for me, I was like, I'd have brought him on left wing. He he could be devastating. I'd have brought him. I'd have taken Habits off after half an hour bringing him on and put Smith Rowe in that position. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I would have. It's not that uh, I, I I yeah no, I would have because I, I don't know why I have much more confidence that there can be a cut back to Smith Rowe and if Smith Rowe's on the outside of anywhere around that kind of. Outside the box, just inside the box, he's gonna, he's gonna take a shot and likely get a goal because it's just what he does. I, I'm really getting a bit frustrated that we're not giving him more opportunities. Um, because when he had an opportunity, I thought he was great against PSC when he came on with this little cameo. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The subs just wound me up a little bit. Um, but still behind the manager, I just would have done things differently today. Yeah, I Anything mean, no, you yeah. would have changed yeah. Change with the subs.
0: Yeah, maybe I kind of agree with you and Arteta feels like well I'd actually say the starting 11 is probably our biggest missed opportunity I think I, I don't understand why Eddie started this game it didn't feel to me a game that Eddie would start it's not a game that really I feel suits him as a striker both in terms of their game plan and the opposition I feel like Jesus and then I think we discussed probably Vieira Havertz nel you know there's there's loads of options at left wing that we could could try I think one thing that was it was really interesting to watch um I've not watched hardly any spurs this season other than highlights and Johnson came on and I think the commentary team made a good point about it that he just wasn't tracking back and maybe that's part of the reason why Jesus was brought in at left wing because he he does so much tracking he does so much supporting of the left back um and that's something we really need because Yinchenko kind of inverse and so we do find ourselves quite often with Gabriel at left back um we saw it a lot during this game in particular where he's been probably put on toast to be honest by a lot of players because he's not his natural position and can get easily caught um either ball watching or under his feet and kind of gets you know a bit kind of so I'm a yeah I, I would imagine the starting 11 for me is a little bit wrong um I'd also say the goals for me was our biggest problem, once again, is really our lack of cutting instincts from open play. Like Saka's, Saka's goal was going wide, I think. I don't think it was going in, even if it had travelled. Mm. I mean, you do, no one's to be sure, right? But I'm just Monster. looking. Yeah, but um, and obviously Romero's hit that into the back of his own net and then he scored a penalty. Can't really remember many other clear-cut opportunities we had. We obviously had, I think, if Romero hadn't handballed it on the line, it would have gone in. So that, for me, was why I thought it was a penalty. I agree. I've yeah. seen a lot of commentary about the the Man United one. There was a Man United one a few weeks back that was similar, that
1: didn't get given. I, I was Just screaming like, at the TV. I was like, I mean, so, uh, "Look, it's that the Oxley Chamberlain one. Obviously, when he <laughs> when he, he when he di- uh, di- uh, he he dived." Um, but I was like, at the end of the day, like the hand has stopped the ball. Going a minute, that's a goal. Are you allowed yeah, to I touch think, the ball I, I, with your hand? Are you allowed to touch the ball with your hand?
0: No, I suppose it's no. the natural shape of the body because it it's kind of it's rather hand, a ball to hand than hands to ball, but at the same time, his positioning he stopped that clear kind of goal anyway. So, what I'm kind of yeah. saying is that we, we didn't really score today, and that
1: gone. No, I was going to say, well, Eddie had the chance through on goal, put it in the side netting. No one was there for him to cut it back when they had... Tottenham had some defensive errors, didn't they? There was the one where the pass back that Eddie had through on goal, but he was at a tight angle. And then Madison messing up and Jesus uh, putting it well over the bar. So we had chances, but we didn't necessarily make them ourselves, apart from our friends.
0: And I, I can't remember often testing their keeper either. That's, that's one of the things that I kind of look back on and kind of think, did did we? Or did we not? Maybe in the emotionality of the game that you don't really recognise it in the moment, but looking, I just can't seem to recall.
1: I, I feel like we rue them missed chances in the first half that would have put the game to bed. We had chances I mean, we, in the first half. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked before probably. about
0: having a proper number nine. Like, are we going to... Next summer, is it going to be the the Evan Ferguson, the Ivan Tony summer? Who Who knows? I just don't know whether or not you had a proper
1: number nine. Would you? Would you score those goals? Well, we were whipping crosses after cross after cross in the end of the game, weren't we? And there was no one getting on the head again on them. So
0: I mean, they made a really good point about that as well, though, because it, it, we stopped for a while in just whipping balls into the box because we knew we had no one that was really going to be getting on the end of them, and we had to be much more direct. And and that's why towards the end, both of our teams seemed quite happy with a a draw. It felt quite formulaic in the passing at the back. So maybe that's another missed opportunity that we, we didn't take.
1: Yeah, I mean, put it this way, I would snap Ivan Tony. I mean, I'd do it in January, if I'm completely honest, because um, he's available from January, isn't he? So his band's up. So I'd, I'd do it. Um, I just think that it'll cost us an arm and a leg. That's the problem. Um, yeah. That's... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, right. Um... In, in... Go on. I was going to say, Nketiah was poor as well today. I, I don't think he was great. I don't know yeah,
0: if I, I I don't know. I agree with you. He was he was poor. But I just like I said, I don't feel this was a game that was made for him. And so, mm. although we we know what Eddie and Ketia can and cannot do, so if you're if you're trying to split hairs over why isn't he doing X, Y, and Z, it just feels oh, yeah. counterintuitive to the whole argument because we know his limitations. And if you know his limitations, I mean. Mm-hmm. This is not to the point where someone's playing him week in week out because he's got pictures of his family or something. You know what I mean? I, I do feel that Ar- Arteta's got some affinity to Eddie and Ketia that is maybe blurring the lines between when he should and should not start games.
1: Yeah. How's Floyd Balogun doing? I haven't actually looked. <laughs> uh, he
0: missed. Uh, he missed a
1: penalty yesterday, by the way. So just... oh, okay, throw that um... out there. <laughs> right.
0: Um, we'll move on to a session which is called Where to Start. Um, there were are, are a lot of mistakes out there today and no one really shined bright across our team. Is there anything or moment in particular, Jace, that you would look at and go, that is the mistake that cost us this game?
1: Wow. Okay, I'm going to take the obvious one. Um, Jorginho, Rusty. Very rusty. Um, So, I mean, how long did he have with the Tottenham's second goal? How long did he have the ball at his feet for? He was, he he had the ball for about probably, I reckon, five seconds. Um, I reckon it's more. He had, I reckon it's more. (laughs) More than that. The the replay, it looked a long time. He didn't play a pass. He couldn't decide where to play a pass. He was being indecisive. He was messing around with the ball at his feet, but he was in plenty of space. And then before he'd known it, he was messing around for so long that then the Spurs player was on him. And then it was it. He just lost it. I I don't... I'm going to be critical. I have to be critical. The Sunday League. That was really bad. From a professional footballer. That was awful. He could have done anything in that circumstance. He could have passed it early. He could have played a really simple, easy pass. I don't know what was going through his head when he was trying to find a specific pass that he was looking for, or the pass he wanted and wasn't there and he was being in the I don't know what he was doing. But if in doubt, just boot it. Just chuck, kick it out. Do whatever. But Don't lose the ball. And uh, yeah, uh, it wound me up. And then he lost it once or twice more after, actually, in, in fairly vulnerable positions as well later on. So uh yeah, for me, that was just a really bad uh, second-half cameo from Jorginho, um, and it concerns me that our midfield um, could be relying on him moving forwards for a few weeks um, because not only... I mean, he is a good player. Right? We've seen him play well for us, and I think we've seen him play effectively for Chelsea as well, even though some Chelsea fans moan about him. Um I'm more worried about what it does for his confidence more than anything. Because um, it was a hard game to be thrust into with being with having hardly yeah. any game time.
0: I mean, he's a, he's a big boy there, right? And he's the, the thing is, as well, you can't blame... We've seen Saliba do that turn in the last two games in beating a player on the press three times, I think, in succession. And he's done it fantastically well. Jorginho tried the same thing and. You know Saliba's young and experienced like there's uh Jorginho can't be naive like you say in sunday league style to not do the right thing in that position it is criminal um, yeah. and we never have an opportunity it's very rare that we have an opportunity like that against an opposition team to take advantage of there was um a, you know that one with jesus, jesus took off madison was the only one and he, he missed that opportunity spurs didn't so maybe that is the the difference
1: maker <laughs> yeah i i i just think it was yeah i get your point but i mean i don't know for me I, put it this way you compare so you're comparing you're showing an example there of saliva versus Jorginho. my confidence in saliva is up here my confidence in Jorginho is more middle mm-hmm. uh saliva yeah he may be young he may not be has been playing the game as long as Jorginho, but like we have a he is he's at the top of his game uh, I think I saw one your notes while we were writing notes while the game was on. Uh, I fucking love Saliba, uh, which you, which you, I think it was what you wrote. So, um, you know, I think that, that it, it shows that the level of confidence that we have in him and his capability with the ball at his feet. Um, it's just that he's 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 mature beyond his years. Um, yeah. I believe and I saw so, so you know the Jorginho example he we expect more from Jorginho because he should be mature um, and uh, yeah unfortunately that was just he knows it's a mistake I saw his um, I saw I think it was an Instagram post from him saying my basically like I'm sorry like and basically like everyone the players the staff the fans like thank you for your support yeah. after I made the mistake you all deserve the best version of me, so I think he's hurting and, and that's fair. Um it's just unfortunately the wrong game to to make that mistake. Biggest game of the season, really, for Arsenal fans. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh Gone and tell me uh, I, I've taken the obvious one. What about you? What's um what did or did not go so well for you?
0: Um there's there's probably two. I'm going to start with raya it was really funny actually because for those peek behind the curtain a little bit uh we write notes together i could see jace writing a note about um the intrepidation of raya at the back who was nervy in 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 his passing in his confidence maybe he just it was a big game to be thrust into on his third start in an arsenal shirt and then he made an absolutely unbelievable save he made this save which he should not have made um, and so, if I if I take that save off the table, that doesn't get away from the fact that he he, he did, by all accounts, compared to his last first two flashes in Arsenal, uh, a poor game. His distribution was was way off. Um, he was he kicked out of play at least four times, from what I can remember. Um, he was really and one of the things he always and that's obviously why we brought him in, his distribution in long balls is is much greater than Ramsdale's. Yeah, he seems unsure to do a shorter pass when it's on. It's like he's kind of like, ah, I need to play the long ball. That's the game that I've been told to play. That's the 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 realm that I should be performing in. I should stay away from those short, easy balls when I've got a long pass option that's open to me and I should try it. And in some scenarios that just felt to me misadvised, I would, I would say. There, there were opportunities where we are able to play it quite confidently from the back and maybe we just didn't take it. So Rhea first for me. And then second um, was Erdegaard, who off the back of a contract signing and committing his future um, and tying the knot with Arsenal this week, the dropping probably one of his worst performances I think in an Arsenal shirt that I can at least recall um I I looked because I on the eye test he, he he did seem to be relatively his press was really good I would say he was pressing but he did seem to be doing it quite often on his own um, we weren't necessarily doing it in packs as we have previously. So maybe that for him was a frustrating part of our game is that he felt like he was doing that and probably uh, setting in some fatigue within himself where he couldn't count on his um, compadres to, to do their part. Um, he had 48 touches this game. 48 touches, which is, is mad. It? Yeah, I know. That's, that's crazy. for crazy. 18 passes this game uh 64 accuracy so that's like it must be like 12 to 13 passes that actually were accurate and he lost possession 19 times lost possession 19 times that's more than the passes he made um so yeah I'm just I don't know it just feels like this is a really big match that someone of his quality his caliber the ceiling we've talked about and all the uh you know all of the things that we've discussed in previous pods now coming to this moment and underperforming was just really really poor on his part and really something that i just look back on because there's not many players in this 11 or you know um, across the bench as well that could hold their heads high i think saliba and saka are probably the only two that i would look at this game and kind of go they they performed to the level i expected them to the rest maybe Zinchenko could be included in that um, but even you're shaking your head. So, like you know, there's a lot you could you could go across this this game, but I want to call out those two specifically because those two feel like the biggest missed opportunity. So I'm um,
1: definitely I disagree with some of the things you say though, and agree with some others. So Saliba, yeah, absolutely. Rolls Royce at the back, and I think his stability in the second half. Helped us tremendously um, with not making us more vulnerable. Like we are solid at the back, especially the second half. We were solid. Like the Jorginho mistake made the defense vulnerable. It wasn't their fault. Um, and apart from that, and it, we, in the second half, we were solid at the back. And and that's you know I think that that that's a credit. And he was he was a standout performer. I disagree with Saka holding his head high. Um, I, I know he got the goal um, and scored the pen. The pen was given to him. He still had to score it, granted, but we expect him to score it. Uh, and, and obviously the, the, the only chance I remember him creating was the one where it, it was the Romero own goal. Like he, I, I didn't see enough end product from him today. Like the things that he was involved with Two things that I can remember, both resulted in goals. Um, However, I, you know, what we actually need from him, I don't feel we saw. I think he's tired. If I'm honest, I think he's absolutely knackered. Um, Was it? Is
0: this uh, 86 games in succession that he started or something like that? Kind of like a record. So, it's fatigue is definitely going to be setting in. You could tell as well when he when he came limping off. I don't think that's injury. I just think that is. Soreness, stiffness, tiredness, all, all in, rolled into one. Yeah, I, I I
1: look at this and I go, Tottenham, we need our big players to turn up. That's that's, just, that's that's what it is. That's what we expect in a North London derby. And I think Rice was doing pretty decent for his first North London derby. He knew what it meant. You could see him on the bench, how annoyed he was that he wasn't playing the second half. And we needed Odegaard to turn up and we needed Saka to turn up. And I, I don't... Yeah, I, I this may sound like I'm being overcritical because I appreciate that Saka had two goal contributions, but those are the only things. And one of those goal contributions was a penalty. Um and the other one, he we got very lucky that it got deflected in mm. and, I, and, and 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 that yeah. was it. Um I, I just I don't know, like we didn't and we need more. I um I, I love Saka, he's our best player by far, bar uh other guard. Um so I don't want to lay into him. I'm more saying the guy needs a rest. Um, mm-hmm. because we need him to turn up in these big performances. And um we didn't buy anyone in the transfer window that can be a backup to him. So he's playing every game and it's showing. Um it's not it's not I'm not trying to be critical of Saka, I'm more trying to be critical of the man management of the player, maybe. Um and that and 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 I think mm-hmm. we we paid for that today. I think the same with Odegaard as well, actually. If I'm completely honest, I don't remember a game he hasn't played either. Um, he was gonna yeah, have a I bad mean, game as well. It, it just this yeah. wasn't the game to have a bad game. I have one. I, I mean, have...
0: we're playing Bournemouth next. That's probably one that you could. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because you can you can bring in Fabio to turn it on or whatever, but mm. uh yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I agree th- and disagree with what you say.
0: Yeah, I mean Thacker though, as well. Like he had I, I don't know how is it your doji, your doggy? I don't know how to pronounce it. He, he had him on toast the entire first half. Like, literally, he was worried for his life. He, he he literally had the beating with him, and he didn't do it enough. And I think you've called it out so many times. The time when Ben White overlaps is the time when he's able to cut inside and make that goal happen. It's happened on so many occasions and we don't do it enough. And so that's where we need to, it to happen more, and it didn't happen in this game either. I don't know why. Yep. So. It happened once.
1: And then we, and we're
0: unlucky we scored for it. Yeah. So if we if we do that more, then maybe we get more in a uh, foothold in this game. But like I say, um, I, there's not many players that could hold their heads relatively high in this game. Um, We talked about Saka there, and maybe he, he's going to be able to listen. This segment is called Injury FC. Um, we were quite robust last season until the wheels came off in March, April time, as you kind of said earlier. Uh, but now it seems like the, the roles have been reversed and we're we're kind of in this position now where there's a, a string of you know muscular uh issues that are mounting up for us or maybe niggling injuries that are mounting up for us at maybe the wrong time and we're losing some of our key players. Um I, I think I, I wanted to just start this segment, right, Jace. But for for me, when Rice came off injured at halftime, flipped this game on its head. You were right in saying that I think he had a relatively good performance up until the second half, and then obviously wasn't feeling it and and couldn't carry on, and that really changed it for us. And now we're sitting here with both of our first-choice uh, defensive midfielders sat on out for however long we're going to set them out for. I'd hope that Rice is, isn't long-term, that it could be uh, a week or two. It's just maybe some soreness or some you know muscular kind of injury, but Party's still probably... Three to four weeks out, I'm guessing we're gonna be yeah, heading I mean, into think... some games relying on el El Nene and Jorginho, which is
1: scary. yeah, I mean it is scary, right? Uh, i I've shouldn't we can't do anything because we can't we can't change the past i've I've always said we should have never solved Jacker, just let' him go on a free um because we 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 could do with him now. Um not that he necessarily plays that position actually uh that we actually need um the number six position I guess Jorginho is the backup but we are lacking depth in the midfield. As I said, like uh I, I wanted to to bring in rice and keep our existing midfield or if we were going to bring in rice and let jack and no go then i wanted to bring in Caicedo as well or whoever well maybe not Caicedo now but uh, another another midfielder because i felt we were we were lacking depth there um i don't i mean just pray to god it's a as you say it's a muscle injury pray I, I, it's kind of very much uh they've seen it they've heard from him at half time because he played the whole of the second half he didn't come off in the first half he he played till half time so he's obviously said something at half time and they've gone yeah you're the only number 6 we have you're not going back on like we, we play, we're we playing can, man city in two weeks time so uh yeah is it, we basically like you you're not going back on no not going back on we cannot take that risk because we we should we are learning that's for me a lesson learned um because the lesson learned was Timber, right? Timber. Oh, uh I, I oh, it's fine, I'll play on. Or well, he was told to play on. And then a couple of minutes later, he's out for the season. So um I think it that's uh that's us learning our lesson, which is fine. But yeah, the injuries are mounting up. And um I would say that's a that's a quite substantial chunk of our starting eleven. It's not fit right now party rice timber martinelli and then well one of martinelli or trossard's going to play left wing it's four players out of 11 it's a big um it's a big hole i think I, i i put timber in our starting 11 by the way i genuinely think the way he was playing i think he he is a starting 11 player whether it's ben white or zinchenko um I actually think it's Sinchenko actually I mean it's amazing um, though,
0: to think that, that Sinchenko usually not very good at playing 90 minutes per game he usually yeah. does come off earlier he's usually pretty riddled with some form of injury if that was to rear its head then we're, we're starting to get into some real tough situations where Tommy is probably playing as our left inverted left back as he has been trialing that out as he has been coming on
1: yeah yeah our depth our depth in certain positions, is looking not as deep as we thought. So, yeah. Because with injuries, uh, have, have, you know, that's time.
0: why we have these players is to to kind of hopefully cover those injuries. And if these are short-term, then hopefully, you know, uh, beating Everton, beating United, beating PSV, drawing with Spurs, with those injuries and then coming back, you can look past it because it's not a big deal if you're getting the points yeah. that you need to get out of those games. You know, you have to maybe... Look back on it with without the rose tinted glasses or whatever else. Um, yeah. Let's hope we just they're, they're not too bad. Absolutely, grab come off the ledge. Come off the ledge. There we go. Maybe I tore myself off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. All right. Well, I, I think this goes. All right. Um. Right. So that's the injuries. I, I, the less said about that game, probably the better at this point. Um. Let's talk a little bit in the parking lot. There's only one subject that we had. We've got another game coming up on Wednesday. Um. Our League Cup game against Brentford now i said to jace just before we went uh on the air that there's probably at least at least two or three players out of this starting 11 that play today that are going to have to play against brentford but it's a game that we shouldn't give two hoots about really the league cup is a a nothing competition if i'm honest i don't know what you think jace where, where do you where do you stand on the whole starting 11 this competition etc um,
1: difficult one because i kind of want to just say i don't care about the league cup but the only thing that makes me slightly care about it is the the fact that city have won it so many times and it's been a, a, a like a a kickstart for the rest of their season for their league title challenges and so seen them do that so many times so that that's the only thing that makes me think oh, like right, we should probably take this a little bit seriously on the other hand, I think the reality is you have to look at the injuries that we have now and we have to, and we know where our priorities um, are and so yeah, I'm kind of like a, I don't care about the League Cup, I mean who are we going to play? Like let's let's list the starting lineup: Ramsdale in goal, uh, Cedric at right back because we need to Ben. We need to give Ben White a, a rest. Ugh, yeah, I know Cedric at right back, but I said it. Um, Centre backs Kivior and so you're going to have to play one in Saliba
0: or Gabriel. I think it. be You, Gabriel. you
1: can't. You have. I, yeah, I be, mean, a... so do I. Uh, but I you're think... going to have to, right? Yeah, I think Sleeve will be rested. I think it would be Gabriel. Left-back, Tommy Yasu. Yeah. Mid- midfield, Elneny. Possibly Jorginho, if he's going to have to come for Rice, because he could be good to get him some game time. Um, Odegaard needs to be rested, so you're probably putting Fabio in there. Um, ESR. Or, well, I think ESR plays left wing. You don't Nelson think we N- to combo Nelson Fabio
0: Havit, or do you think Havertz plays at the
1: nine then? Well, I think um ESR plays left wing, Reese plays right. Um Saka needs to be because Saka needs to be rested. Um I don't know who maybe Havertz plays. I'm not sure. I guess we don't have again that's where the depth suddenly goes. Because do we want to play Jesus or Eddie? I guess we want I'd probably play Eddie if I'm honest maybe so maybe Eddie keeps playing uh he, he needs to and then we play Bournemouth next
0: you think that Eddie can Ketia can probably do better in that game than Jesus would potentially it's just for me there's a lot of decisions that Arteta has to make with this game in particular that kind of feel poisoned a little bit because no matter what choice he makes it's going to be the wrong one if it all goes awry another injury you know all of that kind of questions
1: I'd, play Nan- uh, I'd I'd i definitely be having some of the under twenty-one in the lineup, maybe. I'd maybe uh, Nan-
0: Nan- Nanwari or Koisa.
1: Cozier Dubri, uh, uh one of a a couple of those guys maybe. So, I mean that's what the League Cup's for, in a way, for us at times. So let's give them the opportunity. I'm intrigued to know if Brentford are going to come out with their Premier League first team because they think it's a trophy they can go far in, or whether they're going to play their reserves as well. Right? So, I think, um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's the XI, right? That's the the thing is, that's the XI because we don't want to play our first team; we want to rest them, and those are the only other players we have left.
0: Yep, yeah, it's a really tough I,
1: decision. Yeah, our depth is... We have depth, but we're getting injuries. So it's a good job yeah, we do have depth. Five, just not
0: with five players out. And five of
1: yeah. our really big kind of players as well. Yeah, exactly. Um I guess so. So Timber, they're saying, might be quicker than maybe four. It'll be in the new year, but maybe not as late in the season because he's already been pictured without his brace. Um, Gabby Martinelli, we're hoping that's a couple of weeks. Parties, three to four weeks. Trossard, unknown, was what I was reading. We don't know. He limped out of training. We don't know how long. He hasn't been assessed properly yet. Rice, we don't know.
0: Let's uh, look on the uh, maybe silver linings and Jason kind of hope that Declan Rice, particularly, is back in a wish him a speedy recovery because I feel that out of all of those players, he is probably the most pivotal to um well but like I said we got Man City in two weeks we cannot afford to be going into that game with
1: a Jorginho or an Nenny as yeah. our pivot no we can't and the thing is we what happens when Jorginho plays against Man City and midfield um yeah I don't want to see it again yeah
0: unfortunately okay Right, well, <clears throat> that, that concludes uh, Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. Um, it was a very cathartic session, so thank you, Jase. Uh, we look forward to uh, a game on Wednesday, like we say, against Brentford, and then we're playing Bournemouth uh, this weekend. I am off on, on holiday, so we'll, we'll me and Jace will hopefully try and arrange to see how we will uh, fit these games in. I'm sure we'll figure it out some way, shape or form. Um, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, uh, what should they be doing, Jace?
1: Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave us any comments or questions.
0: And on their podcast provider of choice.
1: Please give us a five-star review, uh, five stars no less, and uh, and a nice comment if you want. They're currently all five-star on there at the moment. I checked yesterday, so please don't ruin that
0: for us. I'm enjoying five-star reviews. I'm just baiting someone now to give us less than five. Don't mean to do it. Please don't do it. Um, Right. uh, That is us. We will speak to you again in the week. And come on, you Ripple and Reds.
1: Cheers, guys. Take care.